Hello, and welcome to the show that, despite the pleas of our families and friends, will simply not stop talking about D&D. So, ready your spells and weapons, grab the shiniest set of your math rocks, and prepare for critical friendship. So, today we're going to be discussing uh, magical items. Uh, these are going to be our personal picks for our favorites. Uh, not necessarily in any order, and it doesn't mean that these are objectively the best. No. These are just ones that we've personally had in different D&D games, and we really enjoyed. Or somebody at our table had, and they really enjoyed, or <laughs> had creative use out of. So, Dan, how do you want to do this? Well, so I'm really just kind of going to talk about some of the ones that uh, I know of. Not so much that I've used. A couple that I've used, but I feel like... You really can't go without saying something like one of the magical resistances or, uh, or not re- resistances, but like um, the, what is it called? The, I had it earlier. Oh my gosh. The uh, protective Protective rings or... Okay, so like ring of protection. Ring of protection, or, or yeah. something like that. So like any of those kinds of rings that either give you a boost to your AC or give you a resistance to some kind of uh, damage, which you really can't go wrong with, so... Yeah, one, one thing that I think we should definitely just like get out of the way right off the bat, it's a staple in pretty much every D&D game. The bag of holding. Like, oh, yeah. We don't even really need to go too in-depth with that. It's just like, it's a great magic item. Yeah. It's somebody in your party. You want you want yeah. somebody in your party to have either that or a portable hole or yeah. both. Just don't store them inside each other because, you know, bad things. It explode. <laughs> yeah. But I, either of those is just kind of like, you have to mention it, but yeah. you don't have to dwell on it move on yeah i think something on top of that though uh is one that you gave us uh in icewind dale is the uh the the portable closet (laughs) yeah that's that's homebrew (laughs) i i mean it's it's a magic item so gotta give it to you Uh, (laughs) but i mean it's cool though because like it it gives you a good enough amount of space to to hold some items Mm -hmm. and then you can shrink it down and put it in your bag. Or not bag of holding, but... Uh, a little cube. Yeah. Oh, it's like that big? No, it's like fist size. Okay, all right. So, yeah, you can stick it in a backpack or, or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously this one comes with a little bit of a issue, but... <laughs> I mean, it's possible that all in a, uh, extra-dimensional spaces in my games come with the same issue. I mean... <laughs> With the same issue? Possibly. Oh, boy. That's that's fun to look forward to. <laughs> well, this, this was one of the things I wanted to talk about in our monster episode, but I chose not to because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. But... Okay. All right. <laughs> I got it out of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that one's another one of my favorites, though, because it, it kind of goes along with the, the bag of holding thing, yeah. but it's just a little different, and yeah. I like it, so... So, so digging into your protective or your, your ring of protection, mm-hmm. it's definitely one of my favorites that also can be paired pretty well with the cloak of protection if yep. you just want extra AC. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then they give you advantage on saving throws, certain saving throws. Certain, uh, I haven't I think seen the, that on rings. I think the cloak does. The ring gives you. Uh, so yeah, you gain a plus one to AC and saving throws while you wear this cloak. So it's a plus one to it. Mm. It's not an advantage. Okay. So cool. Okay. Then in that case, I would have added that into my saving throws for worm because I have a ring of protection. Nice. But it also can, if I take a long rest, I can transform it into a. That's a right. Burning, burning bowstring. I think you said. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a homebrew item, correct? It's from it, it's from Role? Critical Role. Uh, it's one of the um, one of the vestiges of Divergence, I believe. Oh, okay. Or oh no no no, it was it was something she had before. Uh, yeah, she's before she's, the vestige. She's used it in the episodes that I've listened to, and I've not gotten to the vestiges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's a, a blazing bowstring. That's, That's what, it is. what it's called. Um. But yeah, so you it has a, a little switch. Uh, this is also a homebrew item. Uh, 
that I made for you um, and all my players is they get a they got a ring after this uh, tournament where if you turn it it ends up becoming it, it, it sorry it's a ring of protection but if you turn it it becomes something that is more uh, modified modified to your, your character style. and and fighting style yeah so you gained a blazing bowstring and then but my ac was such trash that i was like yeah. oh, I'll just take the boost <laughs> to the ac and the saving throws yeah. <laughs> yeah i was thinking about it the other day too and i was like oh man joel's i think i i don't think i ever ended up coming up with what it was yet and I, he didn't mm. he didn't find out that it was a, a ring that could change yet. So um, I think I was going to get I want to give him where it gives him a minute of invisibility mm. like once or twice per day. So have like a because uh, he's a rogue. Yeah, that'd be good. So, yeah, I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, rogues and invisibility are like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be a good uh, bonus for him, especially at fifth level. That's a that's pretty, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, assuming we survive. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Don't worry. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Next on your list. Well, first on my list, because the bag of holding was more of just like a housekeeping thing. You have to mention it. That's true. Um, So first on my list would probably be one that it's just a great item to have, whether you're a spellcaster or not. Um, And I would say that it's the ring of spell storing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. It's especially phenomenal if you're a warlock, Mm -hmm. because just having even one extra spell or handing it over to your cleric or your wizard and saying, hey, can you cast a couple first-level spells in this? It's just so, so wonderful. But the thing is, is you can cast a spell in it and then hand it over to the rogue. So mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Invisibility in here. Give it to the rogue. Or I'm going to cast Healing Word in this. You know, as have the cleric cast healing word in it and now you have a healing spell in case your cleric goes down mm. so it's like oh hey real quick let me just give yeah. you that get up we need you to <laughs> we, <laughs> we need your help you know yeah um just just having extra i mean anything that gives you extra magic is gonna be a winner yeah but the fact that you can cast spells in it and then hand it off to other non non spellcaster players yeah. And in doing so, you can do that whole spell combo thing that we've talked about where it's like, oh, crap, man, if I if I could cast these two concentration spells together, it'd be really good, but I can only concentrate on one spell at a time. So let me go ahead and cast one of the concentration spells I want into the ring, and then I'll hand that to the fighter. He's mm. not a spellcaster, so it's not even taking away from concentration that he wants to put on something else. Yeah. And he could just activate that ring, cast the spell, as far as I understand the item. Right, yeah. Um, And then cast the spell from that, and then you can combo it with whatever other spell that you were wanting to do. And now you just have this really nice, like, okay, we can spread the magic out a little bit, or just have extra spell slots. Yeah. It's it's just it's such a great spell <laughs> or a, a great item. It's, it's just a little ring that you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty innocuous. But then you can store five extra first level spell or five levels worth of spells mm-hmm. in it. So you can store like one fifth level spell if you're you know a higher level warlock. Which, again, warlock with an extra spell, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't, I don't know what the the sound for a warlock would be. I don't know. Eldritch monstrosity. <laughs> so something along the lines of. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, that. Yeah, that, that would work too. <laughs> so, so for those of you listening at home, I'm sorry. I peaked your ears. <laughs> yeah. The soundboard over there got rather angry. It just went. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I got noise reduction. I can take care of it. <laughs> we're not going to blow out your drums with that nah, one. <laughs> nah, we're good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, cool. I like that one. Yeah. Ring of spell storing. Sweet. Super great. I've had it with 
two characters, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen you play... Uh, was it Sorrow? I think Sorrow, Sorrow had... Yeah, it. Sorrow had a lesser one. It only had three in it. Okay. So at fifth level, which is what I think we were, he can only store one of his own spells in it. Mm -hmm. But because we had a sorcerer and a druid, I could be like, hey... Would you like to cast a spell in this for me? And then I can use this and, you know, yeah. get the druid to cast healing word in there or something in, or or cure wounds, rather. I think yeah. I don't know that she had healing word. One of the healing spells. <laughs> hey, yeah. can you cast a healing spell in this? Because you're the only healer we have. Yeah. We have a barbarian. We have a hexblade. We have a sorcerer. And we have you. Yeah. Let me take some of that burden. <laughs> and so we just had these extra little bits of magic do, in there do those only last a certain amount of time or is it infinite it lasts until you cast it oh dude yeah so, so you, you could you, have it you, for a couple of yeah, days you cast a spell in there and it just stays so when you guys joined um he actually had a cure wound spell in it from the life domain cleric that got written out oh. so and and it uses their modifiers and everything oh dang so i had that extra you know go-go juice from the life domain cleric getting that, you know, pluses on their healing spells. So I was I was holding on to that one until that time we all almost went down and I was like, well I guess we're casting the spell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I held on to that for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely came in handy. <laughs> yeah, we needed it. We were uh we were playing Curse of Strahd for that one and <laughs> <laughs> And with my terrible rogue, it did not work out so well. <laughs> Logan was so bad. Ugh, Logan. I love the character, but just terrible. That's such a good concept, but so... your dice hated you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's go for the next one on your list. We we don't necessarily again, we don't have an order on these. We just have we're we're coming we're coming yeah. up with them on we're, the spot. We're we're we're, we're kind of <laughs> just riffing. Like we have some that we've either heard about or some that we've personally gotten to use. I mean, I know one of mine is one that my wife has requested in every campaign she's been in <laughs> since the first time she got it. But we'll get into that. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, my next one is the one that you gave me in Icewind Dale uh, mm. more recently. A homebrew item. What the the gauntlet? Which one? The ghost bow? Yeah. That's oh, a homebrew nice. item. It is uh, from Griffin Saddlebag. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, so not necessarily like your homebrewed, but just... We here at Critical Friendship are not <laughs> sponsored by Griffin Saddlebag. We would, we however, would like to be. We would, however, love to be. <laughs> so if you perhaps see this, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> Shoot us up on uh, Instagram. We already follow you. My second pick is... <laughs> The uh, I forget what the full name of it is, but I think it's just called the Ghost Bow. Um, yeah. But it's basically just a gauntlet or a a, a van bracer. A, yeah, a bracer <laughs> that lets you summon a bow with spiritual arrows that do force that damage. Do force damage, which is so good, and it also lets you teleport, which is one of my favorite things to do. So. so I actually modified that a little bit. The original one, you could teleport, but it was like you could teleport 15 feet, but you could not move closer to the target, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, I made yeah. It, I think I made it to where you could teleport within 15 feet, or you could teleport directly to the target's location. Yeah, which I think you let me do it where even if I didn't shoot at a person, yeah, I could shoot it at, uh, yeah, because at one point you fired it across a cave into a rock and just went yeah. right on top of the rock. Yep, which I love that. I love being able to just like just yeah. pop wherever I need to. And then especially as a ranged character. Well, with that one, you have to use a charge for it. Well, yeah, but so it's, it's not, still It's not useful. a limitless teleport, but it's still a good teleport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that could have saved you that one time you almost died. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, no, I'm falling off the edge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's going in the <laughs> yeah. Instead, that was a misread on the rules by my part. Whoopsie. 
Well, it was a misread on your part and a mishear on my part of... <laughs> a very dumb decision on your part. <laughs> I didn't hear the part where you said it was rushing water. Yeah. Fast flowing. <laughs> yeah. Fast flowing water and a skinny little elf dude. And I thought it was a strength well. saving throw when instead it was a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> that made a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, imagine if I'd have had that bow at that point, though. That would have been so helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, that one, I, I love that item, though. It's so, so useful. So, uh, like, utilitarian almost, mm-hmm. because, like, it's it frees up your hands if you don't want it. You can just poof, Drop done. It, and it just goes back into the gym on the gauntlet. Yeah. And or it's, it's, a, it's, it's on the palm. Yeah. And it's a, a bonus action to summon it, mm-hmm. I believe. So it's not; it doesn't take up much action economy. Yeah. So well, and you didn't even you didn't even touch on the other the other uh, abilities that it has. Oh, yeah. where you can do like the the grim shot, where I think it adds an extra two d ten damage. So it's like a miniature smite yep. at range. And then the other one is the piercing shot, where it just makes a line attack, and everything in there has to make a dexterity save or just get pummeled with like 3d6 damage Mm -hmm. which is not a ton but from somebody who's usually like a single target like i'm gonna pick you i'm gonna shoot you until you're down to be able to line up and just hit a bunch of them it's just it's the 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 what i saw from it is it was taking kind of from the uh the arcane archer um subclass for fighters mm-hmm. and then saying okay we're gonna we're gonna condense this down into a magical item therefore you don't have to take a whole class just to get that it's just gonna be this is your magic item this is you can do these extra things yeah which is great because the the arcane archer subclass is kind of mid to low tier mm-hmm. and like you you really want to play into that and you really want to have like oh man i do these like extra crazy like magical shots with my bow but then it's just kind of but how much am i gonna miss out on just to get that and yeah. then griffin saddlebag put it into an item and i was like i like that i'm handing that out to my archer <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's getting a cool magic item this is what he's getting and then i gave one to joel i gave one to matt who's not playing with us anymore did i did adam get one or was he not with us yet i don't think he was with us yet um okay. But I think I, I did give him one though, because oh. because he was coming into the camp, so he has the animated shield. That's right. Yeah, another great magic item. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the uh, piercing blast does forty-eight. Forty-eight, even better. Um, <laughs> and it's a, a five foot wide and a hundred feet long uh, yeah. line of of damage, which yeah. is. So it's it's <laughs> shorter than your normal range with a longbow because you have sharpshooter. Yeah, but, but when are you going to have a an enemy that far away in a line with, you know... Exactly, with a bunch of other enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for my play style, it's going to be hard enough to get enough people in line... <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what we need to work on as a group is tactical tactical positioning, positioning. yeah <laughs> especially in this last encounter <laughs> we all just got surrounded and crap stopped yeah oh in mine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i was like oh i'm just gonna go protect the wizard oh look a knoll hey look another knoll is that two hellhounds uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> is that a Oh, that's the earth elemental. I finally killed the hellhound and made a hole that I can run through. Earth elemental. <laughs> I'm in danger. This is okay. I have 4 HP and no more healing spells. <laughs> See, now would be a good time for you to have a ring of <laughs> spell storing. Spell storing with a freaking healing spirit stuck in there. <laughs> Or or have uh, my daggers functioning. Mm, that would be helpful, too. <laughs> no, I'm going to throw it over there, and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! <laughs> You're on your own, Aaliyah. <laughs> Worm wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I can't see him doing that. <laughs> his, his next move probably is going to be, Aaliyah, run! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jump on her back and just... <laughs> no, just tell her to run and get help, and he'll stay there. Oh. Oh boy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Friday's gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some I got some prep work to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one is uh, one that I actually alluded to a minute ago. Um, it's not one that I have ever used in a campaign, but it's one that my wife has used. Okay. And that's the immovable rod. Ah, yes. And uh, very helpful in my campaign so far. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna sense a theme with uh, with the magic items that I pick. Um, I like to take them and add slight modifications. Hmm. So with the immovable rod that I first gave her character in a different campaign, it could actually split into two smaller ones. Hmm. And instead of it being a button, it was a command word. Okay. So normal immovable rod, big long stick, you hit a button on it, it no move no more. <laughs> yeah. With the one I gave her, you could split it into two that the strength saving throw or the strength check to move it was cut in half for each side of it. Okay. Um, and then it was a command word, so it couldn't just be like, okay, I've trapped you. And then they're like, well, click the button. Right. Yeah. Um, and she actually used it to some pretty great effects. Like one of the, uh, one of the things she used it for, she entered this like, uh, combat tournament and, uh, she's a barbarian and the person she was fighting was a monk that was actually a couple levels higher than her. Mm -hmm. And he was like the reigning champion. And his whole strategy was he had Polearm Master and Sentinel. And so when you would run up to him, he would hit you before you were in range to hit him back, stop you because of Sentinel, mm. and then just wail on you from 10 feet away and then run. And so you, it was basically just a constant game of trying to chase him down. Yeah. And monks have crazy speed too. So Yeah. Well, he missed with his, with his opportunity attack. So it didn't stop her. Mm -hmm. And she basically just tackled him to the ground and stuck the immovable rods. They were split in half, stuck them on either side of his neck while he was on the ground. Oh. So he couldn't move. Like his, his chin he and everything. And she wolverined him. Yeah, he, he, was, he was just <laughs> trapped right there where like his head was too big to scoot there. And then she just stood up and just started just haymakering him, just wailing on the guy. And there was nothing he could do. He was prone. So she had advantage on all those attacks. She didn't even have to use uh, Reckless Attack on him. Dang. Plus she was a Zealot Barbarian. Plus she had Great Weapon Master. So she just started absolutely clobbering this guy. Mm. And he was in a position where he's like, I'm the champion of this. He, I think he was... Uh, I think he was 10th level, which is pretty high for a non-player character. Yeah. So he was used to, like, entering this fight tournament and just absolutely cleaning house. And, like, I'm the champion. Pretty much nobody ever gets to touch me. I just, you know, mop the floor with them, and then I move on, collect my winnings, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And then this, this lizard folk barbarian just runs in and traps him to the ground and just starts absolutely pummeling him. And he's like, I give up. I give up. It, it, it wasn't a fight to, de to the death. It was right. all supposed to be in good fun. But as soon as he got trapped, I was just like, he's going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't have enough strength to move either of these rods that oh, was stuck man. on his neck. And and she just, she just absolutely just beat the crap out of him. Only took like two hits the whole combat. <laughs> and then the rest of the time just just absolutely humiliated him and he's like i give up i give up you win i'm tapping out <laughs> Dang. that is that is some clever use there yeah and, and <laughs> has has done other stuff like that before like at one point um they were on a ship and the ship was anchored and she had to go overboard for something mm -hmm. like dove into the water and then hadn't told anybody she was doing it and so I was like, okay, well, how are you going to get back on the ship? And she did what she needed to do down there. And then she reached up with one and locked it in the air, pulled up and reached up with the other and locked it in the air and just climbed back up like that. And I was like, uh, oh, that I was, that was a really good idea. Like, I man. was going to ask about that too. If the command word did, did both at the same yeah, time could, or could, just if one. If they were split, she could lock them individually <sighs> Because I think I think what it was was the command word like it was it was technically two words together, oh. and so if she said the whole thing, it would lock both. 
But if she just said half of it, it would, you know, depending on which half she did. And so she just climbed through the air with this immovable <laughs> rod and got back on board. And I was like, I really didn't think about that yeah. when I it's... gave you this stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I thought of it as you were like, yeah. when you were talking about it, I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool way to use yeah. it. And then you said it, I'm but, like, oh. <laughs> and consider she was a barbarian with maxed out strength. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's it's basically just climbing a ladder without the use of your legs. Right. But maxed out strength. Yeah, th- that's not a problem. She had no problem passing the 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 checks because, like, the first couple, like, you know, the first few feet, I'm Getting like, yeah, it's, water it's, and it's stuff, easy yeah. enough. But, like, after a while, you know, when you go so far, it's starting to get tiring. Make me a strength check or athletics check. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But it's... she had such high athletics that it was just nothing. <laughs> So I think <laughs> I'm thinking of this too, too funnily because <laughs> like, I'm thinking like if she had to like catch up to the, the ship or something. No, it was anchored. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> if she had to though, like she could just like start swinging through the air. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like monkey bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. Yeah. As just long see as this as, big old barbarian just swinging through the air. As long him. as she doesn't mix up the words. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But, as a barbarian, it's possible. Yeah. They they anchored <laughs> because they found evidence that there was a uh, uh, what are they called a I think it's called a deep scion that had infiltrated the ship. So they were trying to find okay who's missing, where are they, so and so, and she ended up diving overboard to look underneath the ship. Oh, okay. Um. Because they had anchored off, they were like, "We're not going anywhere until we find out who it is." And because it's 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 a uh, ocean dwelling monster that can shapeshift, and it will take the place of a crew member, and then slowly start picking people off while mm. it's feeding on them. Okay. And so she ended up finding the person like stuck to the bottom of the ship, and was like, "Okay, I know who it is now." And then swam back up and <laughs> climbed up the <laughs> ship like that. And they were like, okay, we know who it is. Let's go find the person with this one's face. Yeah. And uh, they ended up finding it. And I think I think she ended up trapping it with the immovable rods, too. <laughs> Did the same tactic. Just tackled them to the ground and just... Nice. Except she used, like, the whole bar that time. Mm-hmm. And just put it on his throat. And just... Because yeah. she, she didn't know if he was a little stronger. Because when I had described the monk, he was, like, lithe and, you know, very dexterous looking. So she was like, I can probably afford to separate this but she was like i don't know how strong this thing's gonna be just ka-chonk. yeah now you have to be able to lift a thousand pounds to move this <laughs> good luck <Yeah. laughs> nice and i mean she she's definitely come up with some some incredible ways to use that thing because like in my campaign when you guys fought the uh the were rat yeah the, the king rare were rat yeah. uh Janar Savor. Janar Savor. <laughs> uh, she trapped him in a chair. It's and good he... name. Too bad he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. But he had to like break the chair underneath him to get out of yeah. there. And it was, it was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I got some some tactic thinkers here. Yeah. <laughs> Tactical she, thinkers. She's she's made good use of the immovable rod and and like I said, in that campaign that I ran, she used it like that. And then when you were like, Oh, you know, send me what magic item you want, you know, for like a starter and, and I'll read up on it. And then she was like, would he give me an immovable rod? I was like, I don't know. He's your DM. Ask him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've given, I, I gave her that. And I also gave her the hammer that, uh, yeah, but that's more of a, of a role play the, item. Yeah. The mending hammer. <laughs> so her, her character is, uh, fix it. Felix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except Not the really. reason the reason behind it is because she's very paranoid of mimics, mm. and so before we sit on, I, we've probably talked about this before, yeah, but just I in think case so. we haven't, any time before we like sit down on a chair or touch a table or knock on a door, she just like bangs on it with the hammer and then is like, okay, well it's not a mimic and then flips it around. It's it's kind of shaped like a ball peen hammer mm-hmm. and flips it around and the other side has mending on it so she can hit it with one side and break it or dent it and then flip it around and hit it again and it <laughs> fixes. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fairly uh uh amenable DM, so I, I like giving my <laughs> my characters. Well, and the whole thing is, she was like, I just want it 
for this purpose. Right. So yeah. she's not even like used the mending spell for anything else except for like, don't touch the table. Wham. What are you doing? Don't worry. I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Fixes it. Oh, okay. <laughs> she is, she is Wreck-It Ralph and Fix-It Felix and in fix one. Fix-It Felix in one. I'd say <laughs> she leans more towards Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. I mean, as a barbarian, yeah, definitely. I'm going to grab the were-bat by his ankle and hit the were-rat with him. <laughs> First, she's going to hit the, the immovable rod with it. Yeah. That she's is gonna, I'm just hanging gonna, in the air. I'm just going to slam him against the immovable rod. Well, it's not magic damage technically, but, I mean, he feels very demoralized. <laughs> and then I think you ended up saying, well, it's a magic item, so why not? It's magic damage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I, I made it where it was like half damage or something yeah. like that. Because it wasn't, it's not silvered. It's it's a magic item, so it'll do damage, but yeah. it won't do it full you, you damage. You did like a D4 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Either way, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like designed this great boss encounter, and then she just started like throwing your enemies around. Yeah. And you're just like, great. Well, he can't do anything on his turn because he's being swung by his ankle. <laughs> Well, the other problem with that encounter was that, like, it was such a small space for all the things I had in there. Yeah. And, like, I had creatures up in the rafters and stuff that were trying to, like, find a good spot to get down and fight you guys. But it was just like, nope. And then all of a sudden it was, <laughs> immovable rod, bye. Purely <laughs> <laughs> so, God. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> She was the Hulk in that situation. I could really use that drink now. <laughs> uh, so another one that uh, Ariel actually gave me in one of her one shots um, for my little my little uh, halfling fighter. Uh, she gave me dancing swords. Oh yeah, dancing swords is so much fun because you can you can literally just have it up in the air and and fighting for you as I think it's as an, uh, a bonus action to, to attack with it. it. And then you can do all your other attacks with the one yeah. in your hand, which is super nice when you're a fighter. Cause just, you get just totally boost your action economy. Mm-hmm. Like I already have three attacks. Now I have four. <laughs> um, which in that party really, uh, helped bring you up to the the just ridiculous stupid strength that everybody else was at because like yeah. we had uh, Isaiah and then we had a hexblade paladin combo which is just broken. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what Heather was playing as. Was she just playing as a Atreya again? Um, oh, no, she was a druid. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had you who you were like. I'm a fighter. I don't know if I'm going to regret it. And then you got that and you're like, I definitely don't regret it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, that was so much fun because yeah. it, it was able to go, it's able to go like 30 feet ahead of you or like around you. So like, not only do you have extra attacks, but you also have range. Yeah. And you can be fighting a, a like two different enemies at once. Like, yeah. I'm going to take care of this guy. My sword's going to take care of that guy. Yep. So there's, I, I honestly don't I remember if I used it. you also got like a plus one or two weapon as well. Uh, I th- think I think I had a, a, a magical sword of some sort. Yeah. And then I ended up putting on pieces of a um, adamantine, adamantine armor. armor. Because yeah. <laughs> I was too small to to use the you whole like thing. Piecemealed it together. <laughs> it was she, was like, she was like, you guys can take the armor that's like sitting there. And then you're like... But I'm a half leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tiny. I can't. I can't Use wear a this piece of one of the greaves as a chest plate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's literally what I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think was... I might have used like the breastplate as a shield or something. Something like that. You 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 ended up looking absolutely ridiculous, oh, yeah. but your AC went up so much that you're like, I don't care. <laughs> And then I think my my character was a sorcerer, and I got the gauntlets of ogre power and a sun sword. Oh, so yeah. I was just like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't you get like a um, uh, the the 
armor I think you got. Didn't you get the... I didn't put on any armor. No? I didn't have armor proficiency. Oh, okay. Who got the the armor of... Um... It was the... There was like a water breathing. Water breathing one, yeah. I think that's Heather's, the one. I think Heather's character did. Oh, I, don't, okay. I don't remember. It, it was either Heather's character or Joel's, because um, he was playing a paladin hexblade combo. Yeah. I don't remember what Heather was playing as. For the life of me, I can't remember. Hmm. She'll tell me when I get home. Yeah. Moving on. But somebody got cool water breathing armor. Yeah. And then, I think I started putting that one on and then I was like, oh wait, adamantine. <laughs> yeah. And then it it was it was fun, but it was also a bit of a shame that like we got all geared up with all these cool magic items and then didn't fight the the big bad. Like yeah. we we diplomacied our way through it. Yep. And I was like I mean, I understand it was an adult <laughs> red dragon. But I also really wanted to try out those magic items. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, like, she. It's like it's, it's like the Avengers assembled, and you go through the gear up process yeah. and all that stuff, and then you go in there and like, hey, what if we didn't fight? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the moment in Avengers when they're up in the tower and he's like making the drink. He's like, oh, you want a drink? And Loki's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We have a a, a Hulk. <laughs> we have a Hulk, but he's not angry right now. <laughs> or, or it's like one of the like long sequences where like he grabs a suitcase and like, yeah. like the armor starts all coming onto him, <laughs> and then he like gets it all on and is like, "Care for a chat? <laughs> <laughs> Come have tea and biscuits. <laughs> Let's talk about your child. <laughs> <laughs> How that encounter went." <laughs> Now, would that be an intimidation check or <laughs> persuasion? It ended up persuasion. We, yeah. helped, we helped the dragon out. And he helped us well, out. And yeah, then, in that one, and yes. then we And then we killed a lady, and we brought her back. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Because she had a curse that was going to continually degrade her life force until she died. Mm -hmm. And Isaiah was just like, what if we kill you? <laughs> and she was like, what? And I'm like, look, hear me out, okay? What if we kill you? <laughs> What are you talking about? That, how is that going to help me? You're not understanding me. So, like, we stab you, right? The curse is over, right? Right? Who else is following me? And the rest of you were just kind of looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you, guy? And he's like, I think, I think he looked at, um, who was playing Park Cleric? Somebody had Revivify. Yeah, and so so it's like you have Revivify. Yeah, yeah it must have been uh, it must have been Heather's it character. Must have been cause... either Heather or Joel because he was he was Paladin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it yeah. was him. So it's like so we just like kill you. It's real simple. We'll make it quick and painless. We can do that, and then we just like you know stab you real quick, just like Kah! and then Revivify. You know, <laughs> your your dude has diamonds, right? He has diamonds. He was like, oh yeah, I have money, and we're like, mind if we kill your wife? <laughs> 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 it worked. Yep. She was I, I like, think I did shocking grasp on, uh, yeah. on her. She was like, I, I was like, okay. And I like pulled out the sword. She was like, no, no, not you. I don't like you. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty proficient at the bloodshed part. That guy's going to heal you. But uh, if you want to be electrocuted to death instead, that's fine. Because <laughs> you had to cast it twice. I think so, yeah. Because the first time, the first time wasn't enough. The first time it didn't kill her. <laughs> You're like, ah, ah, I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just sat there and tasered her. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much more brutal than my idea where I was like, I'm going to cast a spell on my sword and I'm just going to stab you real quick and it'll be over. Just boom, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We fixed the problem. We did. It's we fine. Did. <laughs> she, he killed me. I got better. <laughs> wow. So the curse was very specific. Until you die. Yep. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> I told the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny when I started saying that your the look your wife gave me it was just like, 
are you suggesting to a woman that you just like kill her? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, it was it hilarious. It makes sense. You have to admit. It was really funny too, because like you were the type that, or your character was the one that was like, why are we doing this? Like, I, yeah. I don't want to be here. Like, th- this is not a, an adventure for me. Well, no, because so the like, whole thing with that character is he's a good person, but he wants no notoriety because right. he doesn't want to be found. Yeah. <laughs> but so, like, it felt like every step of the way you were like, well, what, what are we doing here? I, yeah. I don't want to do this. Especially when and he then, found out there was an adult red dragon. He's right. like, so we're leaving, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, you come up with, why don't we kill her? I was like, what? <laughs> like I said, he's a good person and he wants to help. He just does not want to be recognized. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons he was okay with helping out until he found out it was an adult red dragon. And he's like, if you, he's like, we might be able to win this fight. And if you kill a dragon, people talk. Yeah. And so like when he was leaving, he's like, I'm going to skip town. Um, I was never here. If you tell anybody I was here, I'm coming back, and we're not healing her this time. <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. So I think I rolled like a nat 20 intimidation on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> so he was like, I believe you. Please leave. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, dancing swords a good one sure be so i'm gonna go with uh one other um that i gave to a player of mine who actually also had the ring of protection um in in the first uh homebrew campaign that i ever ran i went a little um i did something stupid i went a little crazy with the magic items Mm mm-hmm because the town that they were staying in now if i ever went back and ran this setting again i would not have this thing there or it would be significantly less there was a shop where they could buy magic items mm-hmm. and they were like what magic items i was like oh he's an enchanter you can buy whatever you want as long as you have the coin for it yeah <sighs> <laughs> perspective dms at home don't do this unless you're willing to live with the consequences um because essentially what I did was there was now no reward that I could give them. Mm. So they would explore this ancient ruin from this long lost civilization. And I would have some magic item in a chest and they're like, cool, toss it in the bag. Don't need it. We'll probably sell it somewhere. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Um, but he, they, they killed, they, they hunted and killed a displacer beast. Mm hmm. And every time they killed anything, they were like, let's harvest its parts and bring it back to this enchanter and see if there's anything he can do with it. Yeah. And of course, of course. None, of, none of them knew. They were all new players. They didn't know that the cloak of displacement was a thing. They just knew, oh, magical beast. Let's kill this thing and bring it back to this dude in the bag of holding that we bought from him because they had three of them. Because <laughs> I made a magic item shop <laughs> like an idiot. That's when you say, I only have enough material for one. <laughs> yeah. And so, well, they did. So he, they, because they, there were two displacer beasts, but one of them was pretty hacked up. Um, because one of them, they killed it with like radiant damage. And then the other one, they just like hacked it to bits with a sword. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was pretty slashed up and its hide was not salvageable. But the character that got it also had a ring of protection. Mm-hmm. Andy was a rogue, so he's already, like, halving any damage he gets and able to dodge and, like, all these other things. And then he's got pluses to his, uh, like, plus one to all of his saving throws and a plus one to his AC. And now he has a cloak of displacement, <laughs> so there was just disadvantage to try to hit him to begin with. Yeah. Great magic item. I love that that item. There's also a great spell that you can use to get that effect called Blur. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But stacked with the other items that he had, it was an absolute nightmare trying to hit the stupid little goblin that was running around just <laughs> slaughtering all of my enemies. Yeah. And I think he multiclassed goblin, uh, or he was he was a goblin, and he multiclassed rogue bard. Okay. So he was very charismatic, 
very like suave and smooth and could like buff people with with his bardic inspiration and then would just absolutely just wreck your life with sneak attack Mm -hmm. and then was so slippery because of the items that he had that you just you just could not hit him back and every time i'd roll and i'm like oh hey got an at 20 and he's like oh i have displacement i'm like right (laughs) roll again (laughs) that's a three he misses and he's like yeah okay cool so it's my turn so i'm gonna do it and i'm like he's dead he's he's not surviving this my guy like you you killed him (laughs) like and and he's a great character and i had so many plans for that that guy like i was integrating his backstory like the whole next story arc was i had been dropping little bits and hints of things from his past like i would say this thing and he'd just like yeah and then he'd like text me. He's like, is that? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, we were really excited, but you know, he decided to focus on his future and be selfish and get a career and a wife and move on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and moved to another. Darn adults. Moved to another state. Now we'll never see him again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was such a great item. As a DM, it was very frustrating, mm. but I don't I don't know what that's like at all. Hey, my AC is trash. <laughs> I'm easy to hit if you can catch me. I just like to stab you from way over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the first fight I've been in where I'm within stabbing range and I'm at four HP with no more healing spells, <laughs> and everybody but the wizard is down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> It's going to be a problem. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fine, because if he dies, then, you know, I have a, I have a backup character. Mm. Waiting in the wings. Yep. With lots of poison. <laughs> and some wonderful surgical tools. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have ideas, but we'll have to talk about But you also really like my that. backup character. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't want Worm to die, but I also do like your backup. <laughs> that that's the fun of being a DM and knowing your back or knowing your player's backup characters. <laughs> this has become a problem for me because my backup character is very intriguing. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> I piqued my DM's interest too much and now he wants me dead. <laughs> See, that's my other problem, though, is as a player, I have backup characters that I want to play as well. But you love your character. But you're I love my as. characters. <laughs> yeah, and, and my whole thing as a DM is like, I have things for your character. Don't let him die. <laughs> yeah. And we've worked so hard on Lolander, too. Like, yeah. there's so much in his story that it's just like, <gasps> it's so much fun to go through. And yeah. Yeah. Just that that transition from from one subclass to the other was just like oh yeah beautiful. I, I don't beautiful. I don't I don't like to toot my own horn too much, but that was a that was a wonderful going from the the beast master to the Drake warden and how we flavored that and everything was just yeah one of my finer moments <laughs> of collaboration with another human being. Hey, we should do that more often. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, we should do a podcast together. Dude. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I don't know. What's a good name for it? We could call it like Two Geeks and No Noobs. <laughs> you right there, bud? <laughs> I'm tired. Me too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what's uh what's your next pick? Uh I will actually throw in two in one because okay. they they both do the same thing. It's not allowed. Fine. <laughs> I'm kidding, go ahead. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say the broom of flying and the carpet of flying. Okay. Just they're useful. Not the boots of flying. Boots of flying can be fun too, but I think like they do the same thing, but for some reason I just like the idea of the the the, the broom and yeah the broom and the carpet mm-hmm. um i've seen them both i've seen them both work um in critical critical role um not friendship 
Not critical friendship, no. Um, maybe someday, but maybe someday. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything char- that can do. The only character it might have trouble carrying is Atreya. Everybody else is small or mm. or thin. Yeah, Atreya's beefy. <laughs> Big old lizard woman. Yeah, but yeah, everybody else. I feel like. the the carpet might. Yeah. Um, depending broom, I usually am like two people. Yeah, at the most. Two people. <laughs> Unless you got like three kobolds in a trench coat, then you can fit all three on there. Yeah, true. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, like the carpet because um, it's it's like a ten by ten carpet. Uh, yeah. Like there's different ones, obviously, but yeah. like the I think the main one is a ten by ten, and it can fit like fairly comfortably, like four or five people. Yeah. Um. Unless I, I think it has a weight like limit. a Goliath or something yeah. like that. Grog, but, sorry. Yeah, that that was their whole problem. Like ninety percent of the time, it was either him or the rest of the party. Yeah, that's. I'm not super far into Critical Role, but every time they've tried to use it, they're like, "What do we do about Grog?" And it's like, "Well, I guess I'll cast another spell. <laughs> use another third level spell slot to cast flying on Grog." It's like, shut up, Tiberius. You've already used eight. Third level spell. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I liked I liked parts of Tiberius, but not he was I I just have a problem because I count. <laughs> I'm yeah. like you have used like 17 sorcery points <laughs> and like 19 spells. Yeah. And you're Nine, eighth level, and at least ten of those were third level spell slots. Yeah, what is happening here? And and there was a couple times where Mercer was like, "How many do you have left?" He's like, "I have two more after this one." And I'm like, "Okay, so I'm just gonna take his word for it. He just used three more. What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think the part that got me, and you obviously know he doesn't last, but. Uh, yeah. The part that I did like was when they found out that he had died. Yeah. And it was just, Matt. Matt said it was a pretty good emotional it, moment. It really was. Because even though all the players were fed up with him, the characters the char- still yeah. loved him. Yeah. So it was it was a nice little moment. Good role play. Yeah. It wasn't like a, it was. You nice screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good close to the character. Yeah. But anyway. My two and one. Yeah. So your 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 two uh, ways of flying without casting fly. Right. <laughs> I mean. And it's infinite, so. Yeah. They're they're pretty great. Yeah. I like I like both of those options. I may have to ask for one for Lowlander. <laughs> oh no, because no, no, I'll have a dragon. Never mind. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> ride ride on Thwip. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I I was thinking of it before before I had Thwip. I think at one point I was like. Yeah, it would be nice to be able to fly. And then I was like, uh, I have a dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not going to be for a while, though. Uh, In game and out of game. Especially because <laughs> it's on hiatus right now and you're multiclassing three levels barbarian. Something like that, yeah. It's going to be a bit. Yeah, because I have, I'm only first level barbarian. It's so. going to be a bit. Little bit, yeah. So I guess uh, I guess the last one that I'll I'll throw out there for for magic items that I just really like is one that I have had with a character, but they don't function. Um, because it's kind of like a, a personal quest to get them like fixed and and working again. Um, but it's a, a set of twin daggers called the Wren and the Nightingale. Uh, these are homebrew. I do not currently know who to credit with this. Um, I'm sure there's probably a name on the bottom of it. Um, we can we can post who who made it. Um, but it's it's just this set of twin daggers that um, if you're just wielding one, it's a plus one. If you're wielding both of them, it's a plus two. And then if you're holding one, you always know the location of the other one, or you can like feel where it is. Mm-hmm. And then if you're holding one, you can teleport to the location of the other one. Yeah. So my, my my character, Worm, that's the whole way he came to the surface. 
He's from deep, deep underdark. He didn't know the surface was a thing. And he found one of the daggers on an adventurer down there. A dead adventurer. It was like the guy's uh, contingency plan for like, oh, you know, if I get... If I get real in a whole lot of trouble, I'll just, you know, he left the other one at home with his wife. And then it's like, if I get in real deep doo-doo, I'll just teleport yeah. home and be like, huh, well, I'm going to miss those guys. <laughs> but uh, he was unable to use it in time, and he ended up dying to something in the Underdark. Mm-hmm. And Worm found the dagger on one of his patrols and was like, oh, hey, this is a really nice knife. And decided to keep it and start practicing with knife fighting and stuff like that. But he felt this like pull to somewhere else whenever he was holding it mm-hmm. and it was the the call of the other dagger nice and he activated it one time and just now he's on the surface mm. in the house of some woman who now believes oh this thing just killed my husband and stole his knife yeah now <laughs> they were able to smooth that over and she no longer thinks that he stole that and and she ended up, you know, helping him learn the common speech and somewhat get used to and integrated into society. But Except for milk. And currency <laughs> and manners and <laughs> a lot of things. All right, that's our next t- our next T-shirt. <laughs> Except for milk. Except for milk. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> get it away from me. <laughs> it came from where? <laughs> um But yeah, so he is currently trying to find somebody, some sort of enchanter or something to fix it. Because as it stands right now, it's just a really nice set of daggers. But he knows that it can do more. Mm -hmm. Um, So he wants them fixed. He's trying to... He he left them with uh, Lord Jabaris to... uh, Because he was basically like, we've saved your life like four times now. Yeah. Fixie. (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't know if we want to put this in the podcast or not, but I kind of want to tell you what my my thought was for the the uh, the storyline that kind of went with that that I now know is not going to work. But Uh-oh. it was it was some it Did was I something, say something. No, no, no. It was I I thought of this idea and then I was trying to work it out, but then I realized it wasn't wasn't going to work with your actual backstory. Okay. So I was like. Okay, I'll just scratch that. But my thought was that when you were in the Underdark and felt that pull, you got uh, uh, teleported through space and time. And that could work. Maybe not. Okay, not, we'll, we'll listen to the rest of it. Yeah, I say not in the way I was thinking. I was thinking that you would have pulled it off of your future self or. Something like that. So I'm going to die. <laughs> yes. Like, the gnolls were currently dragging you into a hole in the ground. <laughs> it's going to happen a whole lot sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah. No, like it was like something where it was like far in the future of like, okay. like the, the woman that you met was like an old lady who like, but okay. I I didn't remember that it was the person's wife. Yeah. And like, so it was, it was just not working out the way I was thinking of. Mm. And I was also trying to figure out the whole, like the actual time displacement of it. And I was just like, Nope, it's just yeah. not going to work. <laughs> but I was like, Oh man, that'd be so cool. And then I was like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been interesting. Yeah. If I would have been if if I would have been able to work out how it actually worked, yeah, I think it would have been fun. But alas, poor Yorick, I knew him. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our. Uh, it's not a full list of our our favorite uh, magic items. I don't think, but. But it's a good amount. It's a good amount, it's a good amount good of starting place. Yeah. And again, you know, you have your your higher level mat uh, like legendary ones. Like yeah. The cloak and the staff of the magi and vorpal weapons, which yeah. are just great. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions could be things like the sun sword. You know. Yeah. Always great to be able to do some radiant damage. Absolutely. And, with a finesse weapon. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
anything that gives you more spells <laughs> is also great. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it up right there. Yeah. So thanks for listening to Critical Friendship. If you have any questions concerning any of the magical items that we talked about today, you can email us at criticalfriendshippodcast at gmail.com or comment on our Instagram at criticalfriendshippodcast and we'll try to answer as many as we can on our next episode. Also, just a quick announcement. Um, we're going to be trying to post some some fun videos on Instagram soon and we hope you'll really like them. They're just going to be some silly fun videos that we just want to filled with cringe filled with cringe yes um charisma was not the high stat for either of us <laughs> neither is intelligence so you know or wisdom or strength or, or, or constitution why are we doing this where was i going with that <laughs> No, if it's one thing we do have, it's charisma. All right, that's about it. Everything else is a, is negatives in in our our bonuses. I work construction. I at least have a plus one in strength. Yeah, I have I have I have charisma. I have charisma. <laughs> so join us next time where Dan and I will be taking turns singing our favorite songs and awful voices until there's nothing left to do but weep. Just weep. Until it's all gone. You can let go now. But as for now... <laughs> ah, dang it, I rolled a nat one on the outro.